Let the Monday morning ruckus begin right now. This is Things You Might Not Have Heard, and I'm going to present for you in moments the weekend's best and latest in information, politics, current events, and pop culture that has been curated by me, but of course, vetted by you. This is your supplemental go-to source for both mainstream and some unconventional stories that you may have missed, and we attempt to add some context for some people that you may not get a chance to talk to. That's the grasped amount of folks around the world. If you're watching video, yes, we're going to talk about her, and we're actually going to cheat a bit. We have 11 stories in the lineup for this morning, 11 stories from the top 30 of this morning, because there are so many stories that were connected, plus in the errors and omissions, a bunch of stories here as well. So we had a big weekend of news. Let's get into it right now. Remind you right now that we have a main website. We say it all the time. This is conversationproject.com. Go there for more details about what we do every single day to give you news and comments and commentary across the internets in various forms and how you can help us in that form, including the feeds. We'll explain that in a bit. Oh, don't forget the second show. The fun stuff happens after all the news and the business stuff. So stick around for that one. You will enjoy. Today happens to be Monday, September 18, 2023. Thank you for being with us for today's show. Let's get into the headlines right now, starting with headline the first being this one. YouTube removes all Ruby Frankie content and threatens to ban anyone who re-uploads any. Now, we now have a pronunciation because I've seen a story where they said her name. It is Frankie. The E is pronounced. So, Rudy Frankie and Jody Hillebrand have been arrested after officials discovered a child was visible injuries uh, and signs of malnutrition in their care, in their viewing. All the videos from the Frankie and Hinderbrand brands of YouTube have been pulled. All the channel videos are done. And they, being YouTube, is going to threaten to basically get down on the big folks who, or the small folks who will, who will try to re-upload the videos. Why would people re-upload the videos? They can get the views because they're popular YouTubers, and so they can get those views. Plus, they also are sort of showing a way of solidarity and support for Frankie and Hildebrand. We will see how this one plays out because it's going to play out pretty big. Right now, we know that Frankie's seeing like a whole bunch of charges, like eight different charges or so for child abuse and other things along those ways. This is a story that would have definitely not even made my purview if I weren't, you know, trying to be a bigger YouTuber. And this is a big, big deal. We're going to move on from here so we don't get banned with any sort of explicit tags on this one. But check out the story and go deeper in details for what happened with them and what's happening going forward. DirecTV to temporarily restore Nexstar-owned stations. Now, Nexstar, the uh, local news station that owns a whole bunch of ABCs and CBSs, things like that, also a owner of News Nation, is going to go back onto the air for DirecTV. That DirecTV, DirecTV Stream, and UVerse, the largest um, TV station network owners in the U.S. because of their dispute with uh, DirecTV has been off the air in many big markets, including Los Angeles, Chicago, Philadelphia, and San Francisco, plus Denver. And so this is a big deal. This will only last until October 30th. No real deal has been done or no finalized deal has been done. But for right now, you can get your local stations on your DirecTV for the moment. There were a lot of chats that happened over the week and the end of the weekend that got turned into some commentary. The big one was Donald Trump and his debut or Kristen Walker's debut on Meet the Press with the interview they've been touting since Wednesday or so. This one is the one we're covering. Not covering that one. That one's got a whole bunch of coverage to come to. This one we're covering right here. Vivek Ramaswamy faces backlash after Fox News. Sean Hannity shares GOP's candidate's plan to fire, this is a quote, fire 75% of government workforce. 
He said that. In fact, we're going to use his words against him in this one. Ramaswamy said, if someone works for you and you can't fire them, then they don't work for you. You work for them. I refuse to be a puppet in the White House who plays that game. If you can't work for the record for the federal government as president for more than eight years, neither will any of the federal bureaucrats who work for me. He added, and on day one, January 20th, 2025, it is my job and duty the next president of the United States under West Virginia versus EPA to immediately rescind the effectiveness of the majority of these federal regulations. I'm not exactly sure why that is relevant, but you get sort of the point. Essentially, Ramaswamy is trying to do the Trump thing by actually do the Trump thing and saying, oh, we're just get rid of all these government folks and just because they've been there too long and then we need fresh blood, which obviously shows he doesn't know how government works and exposing him for the him he is, the fraud. Let's move on. Libyan flood death toll rises to 11,300 in Derma, UN says. There's also about 10,100 people who were still listed as missing in the area of Libya itself and Derma as sort of the center point of the flooding. Uh, this has been a major, obviously a major catastrophe going on with the numbers of people who are dead, are missing, and just the loss of property and the loss, the damage of the area. Uh, we're going to be dealing with this one for a while. These things take a while to clear up, especially with the amount of people that have to be um, buried, have to be um, honored in these cases. In these cases, uh, we're going to see how this thing plays out going forward. But we're not going to forget this one. This will definitely be updated as more people are looking for the missing and trying to literally find ways and places to bury the dead. Speaking of buried the dead, the metaphor there. Stephen A. threatened to quit ESPN if. Quit if ESPN didn't demote Max Kellerman. Poor Reed, but guess what? We're back to Max Kellerman being the scapegoat for the ESPN's first take show uh, because we're talking about the joining of Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp, essentially, as Shannon Sharp, the scapegoat for the demise of the Undisputed show on Fox Sports 1. Now, this is a really complicated thing, so very quickly, let me go into the details. Stephen A. Smith and a guy named Skip Bayless were once partners on something called First Take, which turned into a show called First Take. Uh, at some point in time, they're yelling at each other. The guy and the guy got split up because Bayless wanted more money or something like that. So Bayless went to another network and created the same show with a different black guy, obviously. Uh, Stephen A. Smith um, kept the show but had various hosts trying to keep up with him because he's so big, so bad, makes so much money. And Max Kellerman, who's kind of been thrown around and beaten up around the world, came into the show and was essentially a match for Stephen A. Smith going toe-to-toe -to -toe with him and doing very great commentary and essentially keeping the show alive as people were getting tired of Stephen A.'s sort of shtick, just yelling and screaming and making funny faces. Stephen A. didn't like a lot of stuff and admitted on the Joe Budden podcast that he was going to quit if ESPN didn't get rid of Max Kellerman because he didn't want to work with him, and that happened. So that's admitted. Now, this also makes him a hypocrite because... He has been touting Skip Bayless, who's saying he didn't like working with Shannon Sharp and got him fired, which is why he's now spending a day a week with Stephen A. Smith. I don't know if that's a that's a is a purgatory type thing. That's actually some sort of reward. He really needs the money, but it's all happening. Stephen A. basically saying he was going to leave if he has been to get rid of Max Kellerman, admitting out loud the stuff we already knew. He's got some issues. Let's move on to this story here, a very serious story, so bear with me as I go into the details I can. We want you to check out the full story and read it for yourself. This goes into Lane Kiffin, who is a football coach of very great stature, 
because football coaches, once you hit that level, keep getting jobs, even though they're kind of scumbags. The headline reads, Mississippi player sues coach Lane Kiffin school for lack of support during mental health crisis. Lane Kiffin's been around the block a few times. and had a lot of big major jobs and right now at Ole Miss, University of Mississippi. And he has a player, the player's name is DeSantos Rollins, who was going through some mental health self depression things and missed a bunch of meetings, missed a lot of stuff because of mental health. From that, he was kicked off the team. Now, he is suing, the Santos, Rollins is suing Elaine Kiffin and the school for not helping him with his mental health and essentially, in the time of need, getting rid of him. We're going to see how this thing plays out. This is not the the worst of the suits that have gone against Kiffin, as he's known for cheating and cheating and lying and cheating and cheating. But this is maybe one of the heavier cases against Lane Kiffin that may actually stick some of the um, personality things to his work ethic things and may actually keep him from getting jobs going forward. Or probably not because he's a big-time football coach. Drew Barrymore and The Talk postponed their daytime talk shows after until after the Hollywood strike. So the story we had on Drew Barrymore we thought we were going to talk about was the fact that Drew Barrymore, The Talk, and all the chatters out there have to go on the air. They are obligated to go on the air because if they don't, they'll break a contract and their show slots could be lost. So Drew Barrymore, one of the first ones to say we're going back, followed by The Talk, followed by uh, Jennifer Hudson, shows like that. Essentially, they all were saying, yes, we're coming back without writers and we're going to figure out how to do that. And many folks were picketing the early tapings and things like that. Drew Barrymore's show and The Talk themselves say they're going to postpone their return until after the strike is over. Or at least the, the writer's part of the strike is over. We'll see how well that actually plays out going forward. But well, we also we learned um, so much about daytime talkers, especially these like here. Um, the View has writers and, and various people, including um, the White House um, communications director, did not go on The View because she's supporting a writer strike. They have writers. So you, would, you, would, you would think that because they're monologues and things like that, even though they, they're supposed to be in their voices. But yes, there are people who write the scripts, write the various um, rundowns for what's going on so they have coherent words. Whoopi doesn't go through and sit on her, on her my MacBook and type her things out herself. That's all scripted and put in teleprompters by writers. We're learning a lot about the backgrounds of talk shows right now. Didn't know that much was going behind there. Kind of scenes. A reward is out for the, this story. The headline reads, L.A. Sheriff's, Sheriff's deputy killed in ambush outside Palmdale Station. A deputy sitting in his patrol car outside a station was essentially ambushed, and they're looking for details on the attacker. A dark gray Toyota Corolla pulled up behind a marked black and white cruiser, paused, then sped off after killing Los Angeles County Sheriff Deputy Ryan uh, Chingbrooker, who's 30 years old. Um... Basically, it's a target attack. Um, might be because he was looking for someone in law enforcement. Might be looking for him specifically. Uh, there is a reward out for information on finding the person who did this and, of course, looking for the car. If you know anything about this, you can call the Crime Stoppers in L.A. at 323-890-5500. Crime Stoppers is 500-222-TIPS uh, in Los Angeles. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is kicking out Jan Wiener, Werner, Wiener, he is a Wiener, off the board of directors. Why is that? He gave an interview because he's famous and helped found Rolling Stone magazine and worked with so many rockers all this time and dropped the line that 
he didn't have any women in the article. Articles included uh, words from um, folks like, um, um, oh, this this doesn't have it was big time rocker guys like Bono and the, the Edge and Mick Jagger, folks like that. Uh, my notes don't have that in front of me, but saying people like um, Madonna and Joni Mitchell weren't articulate enough to be in the interview. Also, black people like Stevie Wonder aren't articulate enough to do interviews at that level. Essentially, black people who were sort of the founding of where rock and roll came from weren't smart enough to talk about rock and roll, and women in general aren't smart enough. So, obviously, this is a bad thing. He's been pulled from the board. He is now accepting the the um, the consequences of his actions, doing all the apologies, the mea culpas, yada, yada, yada. Nobody cares. And finally, two quick stories, as quickly, because we are running a bit behind. Representative Lauren Boebert apologizes for getting kicked out of show and falsely denying she vaped. Now, Lauren Boebert apologized, did a real apologies, went on the tours, did on the TV shows, actually did a thing on Newsmax as well, sort of apologizing, because she was kicked out of Beetlejuice the Musical. It's a family-friendly kid musical where she had complaints that she was vaping, being loud, all this other stuff, using a phone, causing a disturbance. Now she's, of course... Um, Backtracking from her original post saying that, you know, she's going to divorce, she's kind of stressed out. All this is the divorce's fault. The divorce's fault is not the, um, the divorce is not the fault of the guy she took to the kids musical because uh, all dressed up and dialed up. Who was, you know, making the Boobert, um, Boobert um, memes a lie because they were doing a little bit of heavy, heavy petting inside of the play. And now we know that, yes, there's surveillance cameras in theater, so... Be careful when you're sneaking in your gum and your candy from the store because they can see you. They can see you. While that's a whole nother issue, they saw Bo Bobert doing her things. They have pictures of her walking out in a huff. They had pictures of her vaping and using her phone. She has to apologize because there is visible proof that she is doing stuff. This is where you'll normally say, go away, Bo Lauren Bobert. Don't have time. Running middle behind. Let's get to the next story. The 11 story, the bonus story, because it fits along this sort of realm. Headline reads, Mary South Dakota Governor Christy Noem involved in alleged years-long secret affair with Trump advisor. This is not my day to jump on and pile on and beat up on Republican women for not doing family value stuff because, oh, that day will come. Trust me, this is just a day where all these stories sort of meld it. So they're here. Christy Noem, the governor of South Dakota, who you see in all the commercials, you know, welding and doing plumbing stuff and saying, come work in South Dakota, essentially has had a long-time affair for years with Corey Lewandowski, the Trump advisor. Trump doesn't care. Trump seems to like it from all we can tell, and it's not going to really lower her stock anywhere. Uh, people say it may drop her stock politically nationwide. Maybe it will, but apparently everybody knows this. In fact, they're pretty open about it at the conventions, basically, you know, sucking tongues in the middle of bars at the, in the meetings. Is this family values? No. Is this good thing to show as a role model? No. Will it cause uh, Governor Neom any issues? Probably not. Very quickly, for the apologies, errors, and omissions. What we're not talking about today and what I wanted to get into uh, were um, some celebrity breakups and divorces. Actually, just all divorces. Uh, the one that sort of popped my attention, obviously, enough, was Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Jackman, because I made a little video over the weekend about that. They're separating, not quite divorced yet, but separating after 27 years of marriage. The one you guys jumped onto, the one that actually got the most love, hate, or just engagement, was Jeezy filing for divorce from Jeannie Ma after two years. That one, after those two basically 
uh, were um, sheltering in place during the pandemic and then got married and after pandemic was over, realized that they weren't for each other two years. That's over. Plus, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shepard break up after seven years of marriage. This was a later edition story from the weekend, but this one got almost as much response as Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Jackman. And that one was posted come Friday or so. So it was a big deal for celebrity breakups. You guys cared. There is your mention. Can't go too much deeper into it because we are already running very long. Now, let's talk about tomorrow. Tomorrow, what will we talk about tomorrow? We could talk about this story here. And I really, really want to because, um, yeah, I really, really want to. This is the headline we could be talking about tomorrow if you deem it worthy. First, let's talk about how that worthy part works. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Facebook.com slash Project, Twitter.com or of course, x.com, th underscore conversation. Every 50 minutes or so, we post news stories across our platforms from various sources, and we want you to engage in them. Let us know if they are conversational, if they're newsworthy, they're worth talking about. The higher the engagement score, the more chance we have to talk about it on the next day. Tomorrow, we're going to give you eight stories from top 15 stories of the day, unless my math is wrong and we do more. Today, of course, we gave you 11, should have been 10 stories from top 30 stories, and the errors and emissions as well. Will we talk about this one because it's an interesting take that I hope lasts to the weekend because I want to actually go deeper into this one for a story of the week. Majority Leader Chuck Schumer loosens Senate informal dress code. If you're watching the video, you're watching the video, you are watching this and seeing kind of why. It is uh, that dude from Pennsylvania who uh, walks around in cargo shorts and tank tops, or not tank tops, or I guess probably tank tops, under that, uh, sweatshirts and, you know, is having his own issues. So they're not pressing it. So Chuck Sumer is saying, okay, the informal dress code is okay, but it also means dressing like that guy. Now, I you know, have followed sports forever. If Shaq can be put in very good, fine-looking suits, this guy can put in very good, fine-looking suits. I don't know what the problem is, but we're not going to talk about that going forward right now. We will tomorrow, if you deem this one worthy of chat up, go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter and engage in this story. Tell me you like it, you love it, you hate it. Share it with the folks. The more engagement it gets, the higher chance we have of chatting it up tomorrow. We will chat up another sponsor tomorrow, but today's sponsor we're chatting up is Zenny Optical. And this is mostly a slight to me, a poke to me, literally in the eyeballs, so I remind myself to buy my new glasses. I just had an eye exam, so my new new glasses are very super obsolete, which I already knew that. So it needs I need to get new glasses, new sunglasses, new sport glasses, the whole shebang, because it's been it's been 18 months since I had my last exam, so it's been a while. My eyes have definitely changed. Zenny Optical is going to take care of me because I buy inexpensive glasses, the same ones for forever, and I can probably get my, my sunglasses, my regular glasses, and sports glasses for about $100 more or less. All three glasses for less than that, maybe even less than that, because they have affordable frames starting as low as $6.95. My frames are 690 frames. The lenses are great. The technology is great. You can get blue blocking technology. You can get transitions technology. You can get tint like I do. You can get sports goggles, goggles that are very strong, very sturdy, and you can get them all for a very, very good price. Check them out at Zenny Optical. Go to our affiliate link and help us out. We get a little bit back from this if you buy from them. This is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny, Z-E-N-N-I. This is a conversationproject.com slash Zenny. They have classes for women, for men, and for children, so anyone can be taken care of with Zenny Optical. The Conversation Project lives on the web at this 
It's a conversationproject.com. Our home, our website, where we keep our stuff, if you will. And we have lots of great stuff for you. You can find this thing here in the video replay form or the audio replay form or just the links if you don't like my face or my voice right there every single weekday at the Conversation Project website. You can find details on more of our sponsors if you want to really help us out and see who else is out there can do for you. They're there, all affiliate links. You can find links to our partnerships page where you can find out how you can help us directly keep things going here and you can find links to other things we do on the smaller channels facebook and tiktok where we drop in little bits of wisdom and little bits of commentary and little bits of let's call it haterism every so often to uh get you through your day all that can be found directed through you at this is conversationproject.com check it out today all right, so we're running long, so we're going to go right into the fun stuff. We promise this every single day. It's called The Second Show, and the fun stuff begins right now. And we begin the fun stuff every single weekday morning with birthdays. And September 18th, no exception. We begin off with Jada Pinkett Smith, birthday of 52 years old on the day. Now, the lovely young lady who came to us um, essentially on the scene from a different world and time on um, Will Smith's other show, more like it's the real show, the, the, the Real Fresh Prince, uh, has turned into a star of her own and, of course, married Will Smith and, of course, maybe beating up Will Smith in many ways. Uh, the Smith family has a lot of things behind them, a lot of good things going on, a lot of, lot of money-making things and entertainment things, and some of the weirdness that comes with being a Hollywood power couple. We have that, but we have to celebrate her in all her glory, and maybe some of her faults, Jada Pinkett Smith today at 52 years old today. It's kind of a tight-knit uh, birthday wish day because James Marston, believe it or not, is 50 years old. You may remember him from doing things like uh, being in Mean Girls, where um, he was this, the, the subject of the perfect day. And you can believe that because all those people are almost 50 right now. James Marston, of course, also uh, doing a lot of other things, including being an X-Men and just kind of being a fairly good-looking actor guy. Is 50 years old on the day. Oh, in the movie with Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm not sure that's going to be one of his greatest feats, but hey, it's a living. And Jason Sudeikis, who is big time right now, is doing his tent on Saturday Night Live, now being Ted Lasso, which I believe is over. I've never actually seen an episode of the show, so I don't get the hype, but people do. People love the Ted Lasso. People love Jason Sudeikis. He's had some issues with relationships over the past few years as well, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about him turning 48 on September the 18th. Today's history lesson, looking back into the past on the 18th of September, starting off going way, way, way back, way back to 1789, where the American government took out its first loan. The total of that loan was $191,608.81. 81 cents is important because of interest, you know, the pennies add up eventually. But the first loan the government took out was in 1789, probably from the French, 191608 81. In 19, sorry, not there yet, 1895, Daniel David Palmer, three first names, gave the first chiropractic adjustment. First time somebody went crick was in 1895. There you go. He invented it, I guess. And in 1964, now we're in the 1900s. Now this is big time stuff. The Adams Family appeared on ABC, the original TV show, The Black and White, uh, with Gomez and Morticia uh, doing their thing on TV with Wednesday and Pugsley and Uncle Fester. And it and Thing 
The sitcom is based on the Charles Adams quirky New Yorker cartoon creations. Uh, a long-standing portion of the New Yorker were the Adams family in there, and they became a great, great addition to the actual TV show, to TV lineup with the Adams family as technically uh, one of the first Hispanic, uh, first Hispanic um, uh, families on TV. Although no one actually Hispanic, but of course, his name is Gomez. We're just going to dig that in there. And today, on September 18th, we're going to celebrate Cheeseburger Day. So go ahead and queue up the Jimmy Buffett as your earworm for today. Cheeseburger and Paradise, or in this case, Cheeseburger and Less Money. So it may be Paradise. If you can't find a half-price, low-price, or no-price cheeseburger today, you're not looking hard enough. Basically, every place that makes a burger on a national chain is going to throw one at you for half-price, no-price, low-price, and get you great deals on that. So the link we have in our description for our media today is a link to the USA Today article on cheeseburger deals for today. Most of these things will run all week long, so not just cheeseburger day, but because you can't get everybody in on one day essentially cheeseburger week for many of these chains go check them out many of the big chains you love have a burger for about a dollar that is usually five a burger for a penny that's usually a dollar and a free burger that's going to have some sort of hoops you jump through but hey free burger go get you a free burger or a cheap burger or a low price burger on cheeseburger day and sing some jimmy buffett um i don't know if you like yours with lettuce and tomato but cheeseburgers all around for today and finally, one more thing you might not have heard. If you haven't been sleeping in a nude, you might be missing out on some major benefits. A study found that people who ditched their clothes before hitting the hay revealed they sleep better. About 80% of the people who sleep nude versus 60% of those who sleep clothes. And obviously, they have more sex. Well, it may be not be so obvious, but it just seems that if you're not wearing clothes and you have a partner there with you, you're probably being touchy-touchy more often. If you're by yourself then I think it gets lost in the wash. Meanwhile, most of the new sleepers aren't saying it's about the sex. They're actually saying it's about being comfortable. Yeah, I read that on Friday. I didn't change it out. I, I realized that as I clicked the button, didn't want to do any weird confusion. So yes, we're talking about the sexy thing twice. Tomorrow, let's hope I actually re-up this because I don't think I can do this for a third time. What I can do is apparently have all the slides out of order. There we go. That's not it either. So we're going to go to the right slide to wrap things up for the day. And we're going to pretend like none this ever happened. If you're watching the video, you have no idea what's happening. So just assume something drastic happened. Something caught on fire. Babies are falling from the skies. And I had to catch one. In the meantime, today has been the Monday, September 18th edition of Things You Might Have Heard. Thank you so much for joining us for the show. And thank you for being a part of the family all week long. Thank you for everybody who watched the things we had for the weekend, the Story of the Week podcast, and, of course, the weekly wrap-up. And being a part of letting us know what to talk about all week long, every single day. Go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter, slash X, and you can let us know the words that come out of my mouth every single weekday morning and for the weekend shows as well. Plus, you are also giving me the ideas of what I should be chatting up in my smaller pieces. I'm looking for things that catch my attention, but mostly things that you and I are uh, sympathetical on. If, if you're uh, engaging in a story that's really big and I'm kind of, you know, you know, steams come my ears on it. Lowen Bobert, for example, will probably jump onto it. However, YouTube it may be trying to shadow ban me. We'll, we'll talk about that another another issue and another video to come forward. Meanwhile, stay hydrated, stay limber and on task for all the grand things you are here to do on this planet. We are so glad to have you with us. We are so glad to have you with us. Thank you so much for joining the crew and being one of us.
we're going to do this again tomorrow. This just like this, only with less slide issues. Almost made it through the whole thing. We'll do it again one more time tomorrow.